thing above life's toughest problems. Um, we've talked about guilt. Amen. Uh, we, we've talked about why God allows problems, and, and, and we've been dealing with now hurt. We've been dealing with forgiveness. And tonight, being, I want to tie it into our, uh, our theme, and our prayer theme on walls, tearing down the walls. And what I want to emphasize tonight is talking about tearing down the walls uh, of unforgiveness. Amen. Tearing down those walls of unforgiveness because what I found out, let me, let me get one too. Uh, what I found out, amen, is that, um, there are people, amen, uh, who will show up in your life just to hurt you. Oh, come on, help me somebody. Amen. Last week we discussed that. We talked about People hurt, amen? And we looked at Joseph, right? And so if you turn your hand down over to the to the second page, uh, not the front, the second page, we're going to look a little bit, still talking about Joseph, but there's two points that I want to make tonight, and then you guys will discuss it, and then we'll be able to get out of here, amen? And, and, and remember this, I want you to keep this in your mind as I'm teaching. What is the key message for me tonight? What is the key message for me? Uh, when, when people hurt us and we, we choose not to forgive, what, what, what happens to us? Now, we talked about how Joseph could have remained bitter, right? Joseph went from the pit to the palace to prison. Amen. He got a promotion. Amen. And then here he is right back. You know, you would think right in his life, you would say, man, why is this happening to him? Or in your life, you're saying, why do I keep getting hurt? You ever been through a period in your life where you just kept getting hurt? I mean, seriously, you put yourself out there and you kept getting hurt. But here's the other thing you have to understand. When you when people hurt you, it could sometimes put you in a place of bitterness. Amen. And I believe tonight, as we're talking about tearing down the walls, I want you to take an inventory of your life for a minute. And I want you to ask yourself this question. Amen. Am I carrying around any bitterness? Amen. Um, that, that has carried over from my past, from my past relationships, uh, from, you know, from, uh, you know, when maybe when you were a child, amen, or, or maybe you were in a long-term relationship and then all of a sudden, now, now there's a reason I'm saying this, right? So, so, so the first thing, and I've given you several things, but on your sheet of paper tonight, it says the first thing that we must do in order to be free is we have to free the person. This is why it's important uh, as young people, that you don't go around giving your heart away to everybody. I, I don't discourage dating, but you got to be careful that you're not just dating everybody. You follow what I'm saying? You just, uh, oh, he's cute. Oh, she's cute. Oh, she, you know, 
whatever the case may be. And then you keep going around giving your heart away, talking about I love you. You in high school, what you know about love? That's the first thing. Amen. Uh, I'm just saying, okay? Now, I get it. I know about puppy love and all that kind of stuff, right? But let me, let me tell you what, you what you're setting yourself up for. You're setting yourself up for failure if you're not careful. There's nothing wrong with building a relationship, getting to know each other, courting, and things like that. But I, if I was to survey this room tonight, I would say that I've got some people, we have some people here tonight, you're carrying around some people hurt. Anybody? Amen. And, and from the moment I said you, you remembered who hurt you. Isn't that crazy how you can remember who hurt you? Like, listen, you won't remember those who've been good to you. But you'll remember, amen, those who have what? Hurt you. Uh, re- read for me someone, amen, the, 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 the handout real quick. So the first thing we have to do is we have to do what? We have to free the person. But here's the thing. In your mind, freeing them is not the right thing to do. <laughs> amen. Why should I free them? Why should I let them go? What? Why? They hurt. Come on, somebody. Now, listen to me real good. Listen, if you're going to rise above life's toughest problems, you have to learn how to free people. A lot of us, we've been hurt so much so many times that we've come to expect that from everybody. Amen. But you have to not allow the hurts to shape you. Watch this. And and make you a bitter person. Are you with me? Read on for me. Read on for me. Now, we know Joseph's story, right? Right? Now, listen. His family done messed him over. His friends done messed him over. Amen. Potiphar's wife tried to get with him. Y'all know. Y'all, we talked about this last week, right? Amen. Potiphar's wife saw a young thing. She's like, I'm going after him. Amen. Come on, y'all. And and and, and, and he's like, nah, uh-uh, boo. We, we, we don't get down like that. Amen. I, I, I love God. Amen. So I'm not going to compromise what I have going on with God. I'm trying to help somebody with something. See, in the moment, you may not be thinking about God. You may be thinking about yourself. But I promise you, if you honor God, amen, and not give in to your weaknesses, guess what? God will honor you. Lord have mercy. I said a mouthful right there. See, and this is what happens. We set ourselves up for hurt because we give in to that weak moment. Come, come on and say amen. Listen, I know y'all not holy and sanctified and all. I know, I, I'm sorry. I know y'all holy and sanctified and all of that. But, you know, come on. Read on for me. How many of you got some prisons in your heart? Amen. Well, you refuse to let these people go. Do you not know that they've moved on? Lord, have mercy. And here you are still talking about what they did to me back in 1973. Amen. What, 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 you know, you're still holding on to it. 
Read on for me. Now, now, see, this is the part that gets me, right? Come on, y'all. Come on, say amen, y'all. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to stop playing tonight. Amen. What do we keep doing? Come on, y'all. It's like it's fresh. You know, you get around. I know about that. I know about that. I know about that, right? To the point where you're like, I ain't even praying for them. They hurt me so bad, they don't even deserve my prayer. Come on, somebody. Amen. But, but, but let me say this. It proves then that you're not in a good place. Watch this. And let me tell you who knows all about you. Satan knows about you. So he will put, you ever notice the people that hurt you, they showed up, they duplicate themselves. They showed up as other people. At first, y'all were cool, but they end up doing the same. Because Satan knows you. And whatever he can do to discourage you, to deter you, and to destroy your destiny, that's what he will do. Now listen, the hurt was not designed, watch this, to destroy you. Remember what I said last week. It was designed to bring out, hello somebody, amen. The best in you. Are you serious? Yeah. Because, because watch this. If you can learn how to work through adversity, watch this, and come out, watch this, better and not bitter, it means that you have grown from it and you will not go through that again. Joseph, come here for a minute. His brothers. We're going to get to his brothers in the end. But watch this. The baker. Amen. The baker that turned his back on him. Amen. And here he is in prison, in prison for two more years, and waiting, anticipating. Can you imagine? Man, my boy going to put in a good word for me because, you know, I, I, I gave him a good word. and Now, he done got out, and you're just sitting there waiting and waiting. You ever been in the waiting game? I'm serious. Have you ever been in a waiting posture? Watch this. And you're thinking somebody's going to come through for you when all the while, watch this, they done turned on you. Amen. That can be what? Hurtful. But did Joseph become bitter? No. What did he do, y'all? Amen. He let him. Listen, it's time to get the keys that you got tucked away to those bars. Those prisons in your life where you're holding all these people. Lord have mercy. Some of you got a list. That list so long, that list longer than my arms. It's tell you there was time to find the keys. And then if you don't know where the keys is, let's call us a locksmith. His name is Jesus. And guess what? He knows how to make the key to that prison cell that you and I have holding on in our hearts so that we can unlock it so that we can let these people go because they ain't even thinking about you. Lord have mercy. We're going to get in the word in a minute, but watch this. Watch this now. Go ahead, read for me.
All right. Okay. All right. And the only way to what? Is to do what? All right. Keep reading. That's what Joseph did, right? Joseph had been deeply hurt by his who? By Miss who? And by his so-called in prison. Now, can I ask you a question? Have you ever been hurt by your family? Huh? And watch this. And they keep doing it? Amen. Now, now listen. You have a choice. You could stay in your feelings. You can get all upset about it and, and play the woe is me game. But here's the thing. It doesn't change your narrative. And here's the thing I know about people. If they know they can hurt you, they'll repeat it. Lord have mercy. If they know that you're vulnerable, they will try to take advantage of you. Amen. But what you and I have to learn to do is we have to learn to release them. Watch this. For real. Because it will cause you and I to become bitter. Watch this. When when did Joseph's hurt end? Was it when he got revenge? Matter of fact, Joseph never got revenge. Lord have mercy. Go 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 to Luke chapter six for me. See. Oftentimes, we believe that we have to get the last we got to get the last word in. We got to get the one up on the person that did me in. No, I learned, I learned something from Jesus. I've learned something from Jesus. I'm going to show you a couple passages here, but watch this. I learned that if I keep holding on to him, I'm not going to make any progress in my life. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go around mistreating people who want to be good to me. I'm going to destroy that relationship because I'm a broken person walking around hurt. Hurting people. And a lot of us, we cover our hurt real well. Oh, Lord Jesus. Let me, let me holler at you right quick. Amen. We cover our hurts what? Let, let me ask this question. How do we cover our hurts? I don't want to talk tonight. Right. When you're around that person, right? I told a person yesterday, I can't have an issue with you. And like we all are in the same room and then I'm acting like everything is good. I just, I just, that's not who I am. So if I have an issue with you, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be like, yo, let's, let's try to deal with it. But sometimes... You can't do that. So what do you have to learn to do is you have to learn to not be so offended by the people, by people. 
Now, don't, don't take on the offense and, 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 and keep replaying it over and over again. And I hope I'm helping somebody tonight. Amen. But, but, but if, you keep, if you keep replaying it over and over again, it's going to put you in a place where you're going to be masking your real feelings and God really wants to change your heart. All right? We got to unlock those prison doors that we have in our lives and we have to release those people in the name of Jesus today. Amen. And we have to end the hurt today. Why, Pastor? Why? Because you deserve to be happy. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. Um, read for me. Well, let's go to verse 20. Read verse 20 for me. Somebody read there for me. Let me show you something. Now, you know what these are called, right? It's what you got to be. <laughs> These are the B attitudes. These are attitudes that you need to be. That's Ebonics. Jesus knew Ebonics real good. These are the B attitudes. These are attitudes that you should pray for. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For they shall be what? Comforted. Blessed are you who what? Talking about you ain't got no food. For, <laughs> for you shall be what? You tripping about a few pieces of chicken wings, and Jesus said, blessed are you, and you shall be what? Satisfied. But that hunger is not just for physical food, it's for spiritual food. Because the truth be told, we have, watch this, we, a lot of us have been malnutrition, we have malnutrition spiritually. Amen. We, we, we don't have, we're not filled, we're not satisfied Spiritually, that's the reason why we're running around looking to numb the pain with all kinds of other things. Sex, drugs, and alcohol, to name a few. Amen. And trying to numb that pain, when you wake up the next day, the problem is still there. You ever been there? Problem is still there. I don't care how high you got the day before. You got to wake up the next day. Hello, somebody. And guess what? You have no satisfaction. Amen. Blessed are you who what? Weep now. For you shall what? Hey, come on, come on. Come on, read on for me. Mm, when what? When what? Now, I don't see a blessing in that. Now, that word, that word for bless in the Beatitudes, the word there is the word makarios. And the word simply means this. It means to be fortunate. It means to be happy. Now, everything that Jesus is saying that I'm going to be happy with seems like an opposite. It seems like an oxymoron. It seems like it just don't make no sense. But these are the attitudes that Jesus said we ought to possess. In, in hindsight, we ought to believe the word of God. Because let me say this, the word of God is the keys that unlocks the prisons that you have holding people hostage to. Amen? Read on for me. Ostracize you? What what they do? That you ever been ostracized? You know what that means? 
hold hold you up. Isolate in in the Hebrew, the Greek word the Greek word means to set boundaries around you. Amen. These are the types of people I'm talking about that are trying to hold you up in life. But he says, blessed are you in what you're going through. Every negative that you're going through, you have to realize it's not a hit on you. It's a hit on God because of who you represent. Come on, somebody. Do you know that Satan is really after your relationship with God? But he knows that you're trying. He knows that you want a, a deeper relationship with him. You ever notice every time, ever since you made up in your mind to do better? Hey, come on, everybody. Amen. Every time you've made up your mind to do better, it seems like the, the, the stuff just intensifies. Why is that? Don't you, I mean, haven't you figured out that something yet? I mean, at some point you'll say, okay, all right, Satan is trying to take me out. Amen. He wants me to, and here's what he wants you to do. He wants you and I to make this a people fight. But I told you last week that it ain't a people fight because your battle is not against what? Flesh and blood. It's against what? But isn't that amazing how we know that? But yet, when it comes down time to say, okay, I'm finna forgive you. You're like, man, uh-uh, nah, nah, uh-uh, hold up. But your fight is not with people. He says, blessed are they who ostracize you. What else do they do to you? My goodness, anybody ever been there? What else? They scorn your what? Keep reading. As what? Evil. Keep reading. Notice, didn't I just say that? Who is the devil after? Not you. You're being attacked because of him. Didn't you know? You was like, Dag, I would have never signed up for that. Shoot, I, I would have better off staying with the devil. <laughs> Amen. I'd be tired, but shoot, at least he'd leave me alone. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Amen. Am I right about it? Listen, listen. Sometimes we be thinking some strange stuff, man. Amen. If I didn't get that money in church, I would have some money now. See, that's the kind of stuff we be thinking. I say what you think sometimes. Amen. You be like, man, shoot. Man, I could have held on to that for another day. You know, and not knowing that Satan is, is sabotaging what God was getting ready to do for you. Come on, somebody. All because you bought into his lies. Can I tell you something? Every time Satan speaks to you is a lie. Tweet that. Every time he whispers in your ears and it doesn't sound scriptural and it doesn't line up with God's principles, it's the devil. Now, my question is, how in the world did he get in your mind? <laughs> Which door did you leave open? And one of the doors we leave open is the hurts. Come on, somebody. And he will use. I just got finished. You know the scripture. My battle is not against flesh and blood. And there you go getting mad at somebody because they cut you off or 
your family members say something crazy or your mama didn't do what you both do and amen and all kinds of stuff. Come on, y'all. And you know the battle is not with people. You know that, but yet you fall for the trap every, you ever fall for the trap every time. Listen, you mean to do good. Come on, y'all. But every, and look, and you see yourself walking into it. <laughs> oh, man, I just said something. You ought to say, not today, Satan. Not today, not today. You have fallen. My name is written in heaven. And guess what? I have the power, amen, not to give in to you. Look what he says. Go to verse 23 for me. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that, Jesus. I don't understand that. I don't, everything you just said, I don't understand it. I hear what you're saying. But I, I don't see no blessings when people ostracize me. When people hate me. Amen. But there's a key word in verse 22 that I need to point out to you. Amen. You ready? You ready for this? The key word, one of the key words there is men. That word men means humans. See, the world, <laughs> unsaved people, men, people who are walking in their flesh, people who are not living as believers, people who are not believers, men. Didn't say brethren, it said men. Notice, notice who will hurt you. Now, not all men will hurt you. Now, hold on, women. Y'all better back up on for that. Women live. All right. But watch this. It says what? Humans. Men. Amen. Not every man is bad. Not every man is going to hurt you. Lord have mercy. I don't know what you're talking about, Pastor, but every man I done met done hurt me. Well, you need to make a better selection in men because you're operating from a position of hurt. That's why you keep attracting them kind of means. That's Ebonics. Them kind of means. Amen. So, so, so you need to chill and wait on the Lord. And when, when God send you a godly man, you know it. I wish I had somebody. All right. Let me get all. I don't even know how I even got that. Be glad in that day. Go ahead. My goodness. See, this is the part we don't understand. And, and the reason I say we don't understand it is because if we did understand the reality, see, what caught, let me show you what happens. I teach this in my theology class. After salvation, we're caught in the middle between earth and heaven. If you and I were to really understand what has happened to us, we would be leaping for joy. Jesus is saying, you and I should be leaping for joy when men ostracize you. When men hate you. When men talk about you. When men mistreat you. When family turn on you. Why? Because they're not really attacking you. They're attacking me. But, but look what he said. He says, for I know 
in my mind, okay? Now, I don't always think like this, okay? But I have to train myself to think the more I'm persecuted, the more I go through, the bigger my reward. Lord have mercy. The more they hurt me, the more they talk about me, the more they lie on me and I don't respond, greater is my reward. But here's the question I have for you. Are you working for earthly rewards or are you trying to get some heavenly rewards? Now, now I know you can't really understand or comprehend because you're caught in the middle between earth and heaven. But oh, those rewards in heaven. Come on, somebody. They're not going to wear out. They're not going to expire. They're not going to need a new transmission after 200,000 miles. Come on, somebody. Listen, you're not going to need a new paint job after 30 years of paying a mortgage. But the reward in heaven will last forever. And so I have to change my narrative because I'm not just working for earthly things. I'm working for what? I'm serving for what? Heavenly rewards. Watch this. Watch what he says. Read on for me. See? See what I'm saying? They said, listen, the same way they used to treat the brother, they treat me. Read on for me. But whoa. Hold on a minute. Now, no, hold on, Jesus. Now, you're messing me up now. I'm, come on. You're messing my money. Go ahead. Woe to you who are rich. Can I help you with something? All right. I know you want to be a baller here on earth. I get it. Amen. I know you want to be a shot caller and, and you want to you want to have, you want to be on cribs and, you know, you, you know what I mean? You want to live large. But you need balance. Listen, the things that God will give you on this earth is to use for his glory. But he says here, the rich is receiving their rewards. Now, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you a question, Okay. You're not using it in the kingdom, then where are you using it? Now, are you and I, are we living for the now without knowing that Jesus is coming back and there's a, there's a future? There's eternity that awaits us? So listen, and watch how I'm tying this together. If there's a future that awaits me, be, no, because there's a future that awaits me, and because my reward is, is great in heaven because of what's happening to me, what I need to do is release those that are causing me to hold up what heaven is trying to release to me here on earth. Could it be that I'm holding up on earth <laughs> because nothing happens without heaven's approval. That's right, that's right. And so he says, hey, those of you who want it now, you can have it now. 
I don't want to live my life, and in the end of my life, I've lived to the point where I received everything here, and when I get to heaven, I have nothing. I'm sitting there watching everybody. (laughs) Watching everybody live while I have nothing. Read on for me. Read on for me. Laugh now at me. See, what what is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying, those of you who are receiving, see, watch this. What we do, we live with a mindset and we keep looking at everybody else. And we're wondering, how come they have, how come, how come they have more than me? I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm singing in the choir. I'm reading my Bible. I ain't having sex with nobody. I'm doing all the right thing. How comes they is getting everything and I look like I ain't getting nothing? How come? So we got to change that. Because Jesus says, whoa, this word whoa. It's a warning to those. He says, woe to you who are well fed now. I've had some days where I didn't, I couldn't eat what I wanted to eat. Amen. Oh yeah. We've had some, we had some days where ramen noodles was the best, was our, was our gourmet meal. We made that thing gourmet, especially with the hot sauce. Drop some cheese down in there. Okay, and put a little black pepper, make it look good. Okay, I'm just saying, right? We've had those days. And, and we're, we're sitting here saying, God, I'm following you. I'm living for you. I'm, I've given everything. But how come I'm living like this? He said, be careful. What I have for you is better than food. You can't see it now because you're caught in the what? In the middle. But soon and very soon, either you will close your eyes and I will acclimate you to your new home. Or I will return and rapture you up to your new home. See, life is too short, you ready? To hold people prisoner. See? It's too short. And you don't want to have that on your conscience. Whenever you hear Pookie name, you mad. Whenever you hear that person's name that, that, that hurts you, you all upset. You all mad. Don't talk to me about them. You know, <laughs> I know about that one right there. And real quick too. Don't talk to me about them. I just... <laughs> Come on, somebody. Mad, just upset. You read. You just hit the rewind button. It's time to eject that that, that, that DVD. Okay, uh, it's time to it's time to get rid of that and put a blank put a blank in there. And listen and watch this. And it's okay to let somebody in. Lord have mercy. It's okay to live. It's okay to start a new narrative. Amen. Keep reading for me. Watch this. Now, 
Now, now, now, can I share something with you? Y'all, will y'all entertain me for a minute? Did y'all catch that? What you caught, Sister Sarah? But watch this. But watch this, though. Look at verse 23. Verse 23, be glad what? Matter of fact, 22 and 23 go together. Right? Right? They hate you. They scorn you. <laughs> and, and do what? And your name will as what? As evil. He said, be glad in that day and leap for joy. He says, be glad in that day that they ostracize you. Amen. Come on, I got it. Insult you. Right? Watch this. Watch this. He said, for that's what they did to the prophets, right? That's what they did to what prophets? The real prophets, right? Watch this. I'm trying to help you with something. That's what they did to the real prophets, right? That's what they did to the real man of God, right? That's what they did to the pastor that's living right, right? But look how they treat the false prophets. They carry their bags. They buy them Lamborghinis. Come on and help me somebody. They build them big mansions. Come on. Come on. Come on, y'all. Watch what airplanes. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. He is a woe here, y'all. Look what he says. He says, woe to you when all men speak what? Listen, don't you get full of that Kool-Aid. You want to be liked. You want to be appreciated. You want to be loved. We all need a little bit of love. <laughs> but you ever notice what Jesus said? Jesus is saying to them, that's what they used to do to the what? False prophets. Watch what it says. It says right here, it says in verse 26, but what to you when all men speak well of you for their, fa- for their fathers used to treat the what? The false prophets got more respect. You know what I believe? I believe to some degree We like that. We would rather pretend it's real. I'm not hurting. I'm, I'm, I'm smiling, but I'm, you know, I don't want to deal with me. But he says, blessed to you when you do cry. Blessed to you when you do mourn. Blessed when, listen, when you stand for something, say, you ain't taking advantage of me no more. You may not like me. You may ostracize me. Amen. A to the men. But guess what? My name is written in heaven. My reward is great in heaven. Watch this. Watch this. Watch the next part. But I say to you. Who what? Love. Your who? What did he say? What else did he say? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. 
Now, now, contextually, write this down somewhere. If I don't do this, I'm messing up my rewards. See, a lot of you don't understand that your life is messed up because you, you, you choose not to do this. Remember, nothing happens unless heaven says it's a go. But if you're here on earth walking around mad and upset and all crazy, ain't nothing going to happen. We need heaven to move on our behalf. Come on, somebody. We need heaven to move on our behalf. But it's through obedience to God's word is how heaven will move on your behalf. Watch what he says, and I gotta, I'm going to give you all a few minutes to talk about it. Watch what he says. He says, but I say to you, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Whosoever hits you on the cheek, I know you lying, offer him the other also. <laughs> Hold on a minute. And whosoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Get the point? Give to everyone who asks you. Whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want to be treated. See, we want to use that, but don't do the other pieces. Well, if you treat me right, then, then I'm going to treat you right. But you can't just come take my coat now. But Jesus said that ain't where it goes. The way it goes is... Whether you treat me good or bad, I'm going to treat you right. Hello, somebody. You hear what I said? I'm going to treat you right. Why? Because every time I choose not to treat you right, my rewards is being what? Ah. Uh, and I need heaven to touch Bank of America. <laughs> I need heaven to touch my landlord. I need heaven to touch the car people Amen. I need the, uh, I need heaven to work on my behalf at my job. Cause all I got is a GED and I don't know, hey, and I need a promotion. Y'all with me? Watch this now. Watch this. I need heaven to work on my behalf. Look what he says. He says, if you love those who love you, then what, what, what credit is that to you? He says, for even sinners love those who what? Look, see, this is what I've been trying to show you tonight, that we have to, we have to free people. But he says, what credit is it if you can love someone who love you back? And I don't, you go out here taking it on as no task now. You talking about this is my project. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to learn to love this serial killer. Don't do that. I ain't talking about that now. It's too, you know, that fool gone. Don't you go re-resurrect them bones. <laughs> okay, he gone. He ain't even thinking about you. Okay, so I ain't saying like that. Okay, so you got to use a little common sense in this situation here. Okay, talking about pastor, I'm in love again <laughs> with them bones. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Look what he says right here, 32, right? If you love those who love you, what credit is even sinners love those who love them? If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. 
Watch this. If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. Verse 35. But love your enemies, do good, and lend. Watch this. Watch this. This is where a lot of us get messed up. Expecting nothing in return. Amen. Listen. Your enemies, you ought not to expect so much. That's the problem with us. You can coexist, but don't expect nothing from them. You want that? There you go. I ain't expect you to give back. Watch this. Watch this. He says, and you'll, and you will, and look what he says. He says, and you will be sons of the most high. This is what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to all night. For he himself is what? Nice. Nice. To who? To who? To who? Take two minutes and talk about it.